Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase Podcast. Before we start this episode, we're going to again take a little time to thank a little bit of the people who helped make this show possible. First up is 2.0 Gear. Uh, it's a new brand that we just started partnering with. Uh, they make awesome uh, high-end technical uh, hunting clothes, camo. Um, and so they're based in Michigan yep. and a uh, new company. We've tested them for months. I tested them uh, in the whitetail season last year. Great Merino base layers. Yep. Great awesome Merino shells. Yep. Awesome a, new pattern. A great system for going out west, but we'll use it a ton in the, in the whitetail woods too. So really excited to work with them. 2ogear.com. Go check them out. Next up is Worldwide Trophy Adventures. Uh, it's it's an awesome, uh, basically, connection to outfitters all over the world. So as a lot of people know, good hunting ground is really hard to come by. And um, oftentimes, the best way to ensure that you're going to get in a good spot or you may, maybe you need to legally have a guide is to, to go through an outfitter. Mm -hmm. um, and so... As you might know, if you've heard us before, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with outfitters, uh, which means, you know, in order to ensure you're going to have a good experience, you have to do a ton of research. You have to talk to people. It's just a lot of messing around. Worldwide Trophy Adventures, or WTA, does a lot of this work for you at no charge. So by booking your trip through WTA, you can rest assured that you'll be in a good location with a reputable outfitter um, that they've certified and endorsed. If you're looking to book a trip of a lifetime like I am, mm -hmm. uh, just headed to a moose hunt here through WTA, you're going to want to check them out. Uh, go give them a call. Actually, I have the number right here. It's 1-800-346-8747 or check out their website at worldwidetrophyadventures.com. All right, so we love Trophy Line. They offer more than just saddles. Believe it or not, they have their own climbing sticks. They've got platforms. They've got a ton of extra packs. Gear. They've got packs. They've got everything. Knee pads. Everything that you're going to need to be a saddle hunter, they have it. So if you want to start saddle hunting this year and get into the game like everyone else and really love hunting even more, go to Trophy Line. Check it out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on that purchase. We're big bow hunters. Uh, sights, quivers, stabilizers, those kind of things are really important if you're going to have a deadly setup. Um, and so we've tried a lot of different companies in the industry and we've kind of figured out that we really like Redline gear the best. So, um, we are shooting their torch sites this yeah, year. It's Joe a, Shore, it's a really cool, one. really cool site. Very, there's a lot of good micro adjustments you can make. You mm -hmm. can customize a lot of the stuff on there really make it your own. The chargeable USB rechargeable yeah, light is really sweet. Cool. Um, and so we're huge fans of their stuff. We use them all the time. It's worth going to check them out. Uh, check out Redline. Use the promo code TFC10 for 10% off your purchase. And uh, let us know what you think. We love them. Welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase podcast. I'm excited that you're joining us into the 2024 year. Uh, happy that you followed us this long. And if this is your first time, uh, listening to us. I'm James. I'm generally the host of the podcast. I'll bring uh, um, our, the other guys, Joe and Jared, on uh, at times during certain times as well. But, you know, they are, they can be wild cards. I don't know that Jared knows even how to read. So um, to have him on, you know, can introduce some, some chaos. And I'm allowed to say that because he's not here to say anything about it. I think Joe can read, but I'm not sure about Jared. <laughs> and I've known him for a long time. Um, so... <laughs> With all that being said, thank you for joining us for, for you know, another episode, another year, another season of this. Um, we're in the process of um, working out some new podcast stuff. Uh, we're working on some new bigger projects that we uh, 
have kept fairly close to the vest. I don't know if that will be coming out soon, yeah. but know that it is. We're working on some more films for this year. So lots of cool stuff and, and glad to have you here um, today. Given all the things we're working on, we've been doing this for so long, I thought I would kind of rewind uh, a little bit and bring a guest on. And, and you know, prior to, the, to hitting record, we were trying to figure out when we talked last um, officially on a recorded setting, but had to have been like 2016, 2015, right when we were new. So um, before we get into that, uh, you know, Jordan, uh, welcome and uh, feel free to introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's been a while. It's good to catch up, but there's been some time that's passed and a lot that's changed. Um, yeah, I am uh, one of the owners of Captured Creative, a uh, media production company, as well as um, creative director and co-owner of Dialed Archery. Yeah, and if you if you don't know, Dialed Archery is is you'll see him you'll see him in photos and stuff. They have that big circle in this in there, you know, in the site, and it's just very void. unique and very crisp looking. You know, it's it's the void. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah, the void. It's cool, um, cool stuff. And yeah, like when we had last talked, you were doing the captured creative thing. I think you were fairly new to that as well, right? Yeah, was new. Yeah, we've been captured started in 2013, but it wasn't full time for us until 2016. So yeah, I think we were we were just fresh on, you know, quitting the day jobs and jumping in full time with capture the last time we talked. So what was your day job before that? Uh, I was a graphic designer at an agency. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then Taylor Coleman, co-owner of, of captured and dialed. Um, he was in sales. So it was kind of a, kind of a good <laughs> little, right. good little pairing. Yeah. You need a sales guy. You need somebody that's, that's artistic and that's, that's a pretty sweet thing. So you guys were fairly new then. And, and for everybody listening, uh, what is captured creative? Yeah, we're kind of a full service uh, production agency. Uh, we do everything from, you know, video projects to graphic design, um, do a lot with um, kind of marketing consultation and, and that sort of thing with with our partners as well. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. And then, like you said, you uh, rolled that into starting Dialed, which, um, you know, I, I saw Scott Backen uh, is part of your crew as well. Yep. Is that right? Yeah, he Correct, yeah. We, We've had him on the podcast as well, actually, back in his HHA days. Uh, and, yep. and so that was a while ago, too. So it sounds like you guys have teamed up with someone that, that knows what he's doing, at least. Yeah, yeah. We really, with Dialed, we've built kind of the perfect team. Um, kind of obviously Taylor and I on on the creative end and then and Scott with just all of his, I mean, even back when he was getting his start, you know, he was, he started as a bow tech at, um, hmm. at, a, at a store and kind of worked his way up and he's got, you know, a ton of experience. And then even our um, engineering team that has come into the fold too, is just, it's fun. It's, it's been a lot of fun to start from the ground up and it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the perfect culmination of, of people to put together to, to kind of bring some innovation and, and um, bring some new stuff to market. Yeah, it's cool. It's been fun to follow and it's always good to have a friend that's like a bow tech, you know, <laughs> seriously. Like, like I always need things and I, ha it's not like I can't learn it. You know, I could get a press mm -hmm. and do all the things I just haven't. There's just other things I prefer to do. And so yeah. like, you know, to have someone with a bow press that can do your stuff. It's nice. Cause I don't all honesty. I don't, I don't know how I can, I kind I know how it all works and I understand that, yeah. but like to actually do it, I don't, I don't think I could do it. You know, yeah, that's exactly my thought. We've got Scott and then Johnny who works with us here that they're both, they come from a Bowtech background and it's like, yeah, I don't even, you, you guys do you. <laughs> so yeah. I'll, I'll, here's I my bow. It. Here's what I want done with it. And 
again, not that I don't understand how to, how to make it happen. It's just when you wear so many hats with different things, it's like maybe just let the guys who are good at it just keep doing their thing. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I talk and so I'll just keep talking and you can work on my bow. That's, that exactly. seems to be, seems to be how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Too bad they can't help me shoot it any better, but. Seriously. <laughs> well, I'm still working. I need some, I need a, at some point I need a coach. I like a true archery coach. Um, you know, I've, yep. we've talked online with, with Joel Turner and, and guys like that, but I, I have kind of gotten on top of my target panic issue. Um, and I'm able to even say the phrase target panic pretty freely and not have to worry about later what would happen just because I acknowledged it. Uh, yep. But it's not like it's great, you know? Um, yep. So that's next I'm in, for me. For I'm sure. in the same, I'm in the same boat. I tell the guys all the time, like, thank God I'm good with the camera because like <laughs> you put a bow in my hands and I have to like go through every part. And I switched to a thumb button a couple yeah. of years ago. And that was like absolute change up the game for me and i'm i'm way better now but if i stop practicing and if i just like go back to what it used to be those old habits come back immediately so fast well i yeah. said it on the podcast before i went from the by far shooting better than i have ever shot like i was for like a year two years like i was money like i just shot well and then it just was like overnight I got mm -hmm. shooting and I could not get my pin to go onto where I was aiming. It had to, I have to hold it above always. And it just, my brain, my stupid brain won't, you know, get it yep. to go down. So like it's been snowing lately. So I haven't been able to go like out shoot like I can, um, but I haven't. So I've been shooting in my garage yep. at like three yards, two yards. Um, I only shot through the target once into the side of the, the garage, but <laughs> you know, at that point it slows down, it bounces off, but yeah, I mean, so yeah. hopefully doing a little bit of the, like the blank bail stuff will help me out a little bit too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely, I've, I'm way improved from, from what I was, but it's a constant, uh, it's a constant mindset of just, all right, you gotta, you gotta be better <laughs> at this. Stop, yeah. stop punching that trigger. Dude, it's, it's, I'm so, I'm so conscious of it too. Cause like if we post anything of us shooting anything, We'll get a message about, well, you, you know, you didn't, you didn't follow through behind or you, I, and no one has said, thankfully no one has said it, but we just, we did this uh, moose film and like the camera's on me and the, there's two cameras running and this moose comes out and I shoot a couple times at it, hit it first time and it drops, it gets back up and I fire two more shots off. But if you look at the film and maybe I'm just the one that notices it, but dude, I punched yep. the trigger and that rifle so hard. I'm just like. You know, at that point, no, I, I shot, I like it. The shots worked. It wasn't a far shot yep. or anything, but man, like I was waiting for someone to be like, Hey, sweet trigger, like punch in there, idiot. You know, there's, there's something to be said about the online crowd kind of keeping you in check. Cause I remember when we first started, um, you know, sending a lot of photos to different companies and like you look in the comment section, I remember it was like the first year we ever sent any photos off. And it was this photo of me, um, at full draw. And I remember I remember it because I knew that I wasn't at full draw, but that photo was, it was when you first start with photography, you learn so much so fast. And it was the only one of the set that like had focus where we wanted it. But my <laughs> hand was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't all the way back. I wasn't settled into the peep. And of course that's the one that gets posted. And the comment section just lit me up of like, that's not your hands, not even in the right position. Like your eye isn't level with the peep. And it's like, well, 
yeah, okay, there's all these reasons why, but also, yeah, like maybe button things up a little bit on my end and kind of like, there's probably, there's, there's probably something to learn about all that too. Yeah. No, that's a, you know, that, that is approaching that with a lot of humility uh, and not every, cause sometimes I see it and I'm like, screw you, man, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You weren't there, you know, know. exactly. Uh, like we just posted, you know, some of what we put out and I don't do, I can't take credit for these, but we'll do these memes, right? Just like memes that I, I can't, I was so against us doing it in the first place. And then we started doing them. one of the other guys that's on our team is like, no, we should do this. People like them. They're funny. I'm like, okay, we did one. And it was like every, it was every, the text was like every dad in the early two thousands. And it was like the clip of what's his face from the Patriot, Mel Gibson from the Patriot telling his boys to aim small, miss small. So you put it in like, we get some comments and some messages in like, actually that was way around way, you know, way before the early 2000s. And one guy's like, tell me you're, you're in your early twenties without telling me you're in your early twenties. Oh my gosh. Like, All right. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. It's great advice. And I, I should like write it on my bow cause it, it does help. But, um, yeah. I don't know, man, I'm just, we're just having fun. Like, you know, sometimes I wish I had enough. Yeah, sometimes I wish I had enough free time to be able to take the time on social media and just critique everybody's everything on there. I don't know how people have the time to even like. Yeah, I want to measure their mental, their yeah. like mental well being. Like, what what yes. space do you need to be in to just you know take a dump on everybody online? And people who are, <laughs> I know people who will be listening right now have done it because you who are listening, you send us comments sometimes be cool. Like, just think about it, man. We're just doing our best. We're trying to have a good time. We're just a couple of dudes. I'm not a professional hunter. You know, I don't, I can't claim anything like that. We just like to talk about it and people put up with it for a long time. So that's it. Yep. You know, exactly. they'll be in this comment section too. Of this, yeah, that's right. Of this you, section whatever. That's posted. We'll, we'll see you guys in there. Just, you know, <laughs> message Jordan, tell him whatever you want. He, he'll, he'll, he'll respond to every single message that's, in uh, a diplomatic I'm, yeah, way. Yeah. I'm used to I'm used to critique. I work in, I work in a marketing space. There's constant <laughs> critique. So lay, lay it on. <laughs> that is true. I, that is, you know, you have to have, and I've noticed a particularly thick skin uh, for being in video or in marketing. We, you know, we've got a, our, our, our camera guy here lives right down the road from me. And man, it's like, I see the things like he's got to deal with when we submit stuff and, and it's like, wow, man, you put mm-hmm. your heart in it. Like I lived with you for like, 12 days and like you worked on this hard for like 12 days in the back country and now you're like rolling it out and you're like ready to hear people hate on it man that like takes us mm-hmm. thick skin yeah it it does but also it's what makes everything so much better like yeah. i remember i went to school for graphic design and like it wasn't like a structured like critique wasn't a structured class but in classes when we'd have to make presentations of you know packages of stuff that we would design like that was a part of it. And it was, man, for the first like year or two, just walking up to the front of the class, knowing that you're just about to get grilled <laughs> sucked, but it's made, like, it makes everything after that so much easier because it, you know, especially and not to get too far down a side tangent here, but when you're working in an in industry and you've got, you know, kind of these leading edge clients who are in the top of their game, they can't put out anything less than perfect, you right. know, and as a designer, video editor, photographer, whatever it is, if you're not willing to hear that critique, you're just, you're not going to grow. You're not going to get better. Um, we constantly talk about it here. We'll have somebody send feedback for a project and it's like, seriously, like you don't even know what you're talking about. And then right. you get into the the revisions and you're like, Oh, actually this is awesome now. So you just, you learn to roll with it. And in the end it will make it better. 
It's true. I mean, man, you can't say enough about the value of humility and just becoming mm-hmm. better every day. I'm not naturally humble. I don't know. Some people I'm sure are in the world. Um, mm-hmm. I started out like anytime you correct me, I'm going to be mad about it. And I'm, I'm getting better. I'm growing. Uh, yep. You know, being in my mid thirties now, I feel like I have to, otherwise I'm just going to be that old a-hole, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be that. Oh yeah. I yep. got enough relatives that are that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> those are the people in the comment section. That's right. That's right. So no, I, I, I do love it. I do love, um, I, it's sometimes, and you know, for my day job, we were talking ahead of time here. I I'm in sales and my day to day job, and I've got a special email that I'll say I've or a special folder in my email. That's I call it best emails. So anytime <laughs> someone just sends me the rude email or like something just nasty and they do all the time. Uh, yep. and I save them and I want to like, so I can look back at them every once in a while and just, I don't know why it feels like it's, it's good, good for me to see and have, you know, yeah. don't take it too yep. seriously. Yep. You got to stay in check both ways. And it does for make sure. you better. For sure. It makes you better. Yeah. Um, I mean, anybody that's been married for any amount of time, you know, you'll get feedback from maybe your wife on occasion that you don't always love. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rarely do, obviously, but uh, I know some other people probably might um, from their wives, but no, it's cool. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a pause here real quick and just thank a few more guys and companies that help make this show possible. First up is Vortex. We can't say it enough. We love their glass. We love their binoculars, spotting scopes, range finders, their apparel. James James is rocking a nice little hoodie here. They make awesome stuff. And if you guys are looking to make a purchase at Vortex, go over to their website and use the code TFC20 to save yourself 20% on the next purchase. That's a big, good discount. Use it. Head over there and get something. A bow makes a man. Does and, it? Yeah, that's what I was told. And we're we're big fans of, of prime bows. Shooting it for years, Michigan-based company. Uh, we're shooting their latest Revix series of bows. Mine's that thirty-six long boy. I'll generally year. take a few shots right back here and just. Yeah, yeah we, we're huge fans. Smooth, uh, great balance. Um, they're they're just go check them out. There's tons of technology. One of my favorite things that they have is their grip. Mm. Uh, space age technology space age. keeps your hand warm even when it's cold um, highly recommend go check out prime archery finally lathrop and sons boots your feet kill animals like the more you walk the more chances you have at, at getting that big buck that big elk moose whatever it is uh Lathrop and Sons have been kind of our go-to boot of choice for a while now. Um, we've put in a lot of miles, taken them all over the place. There's no leaking. It's comfortable. Stephen and James there, like, spent – they're, like, foot like, they're scientists. Ge- they're geniuses. I got messed up feet, and they basically will – you know, you take an imprint of your foot. They'll look at it, look at your arch, how wide it is, how narrow, how long, and they literally build the boot around your foot. So you're not going to a box store and picking up something that you hope is going to fit your boot. These things actually – are tailor-made to your foot. So they're super comfortable. Mine, I could I could walk all day in them. So if, if, if you're looking to and get you a have. boot. If, <laughs> I have. If you're looking for a boot that's made for you and not somebody else, go check out Lake Turban Sons. <laughs> so um, yeah. it's it's show season now. You know, when we before we hopped on the call, I was like, hey, man, are you, you're you not traveling to, uh, you know, St. Louis or anything? And it doesn't sound like you're doing any of that. You're busy. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, on the dialed front, we're we'll have a pretty loaded tax schedule this year. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd, I'll probably be on the road at some point for that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just with everything going, it's it's great, man. Like it, it's definitely in this industry, it's a good thing to be busy. Um, yeah. 
we actually on on the captured front we've made we just made another another hire in the last couple of weeks here and it's already like man we're still we're still swamped which is which is a great thing um it, it it's it shows that what you're doing is impactful and people like it and and yeah like it is it is fun to get out of the office every once in a while though so i think i'll i'll probably find myself at a tack or two this this summer and michigan oh maybe yeah i mean i think we're doing honestly i think we're doing all of them so yeah there'll be if not me somebody else will be in michigan for sure yeah well i think team. we'll be there we weren't there last cool. year um year two years ago we were love, love it it's so fun yeah yeah and again great way to uh <laughs> nothing like standing around with a bunch of guys getting ready to shoot a target pointing out every flaw in your uh your form and technique so i'm so it, dude i wish i was way. i wish i was better but i i'll get out there and it's like i've shot for since i was 12 years old i've shot for so long you know like longer mm-hmm. than like some of the dudes that i'm standing next to have been alive you know and i'm still kind of yep. like self-conscious i'm like don't watch me draw or, or release mm-hmm. no one ever taught me i was literally handed a bow I wasn't even given a release or sights on, on my first PSC uh, Nova. Like it was just like, my dad was like, you have to learn how to shoot a bow. I'm like, I don't even think he knew he never shot a bow. He just like, <laughs> didn't want to get me a release in sights, you know, yep. it's like, yep. so you can learn to shoot this. I'll, you know, we'll get more stuff. And I ended up buying my own bow, but like, I didn't ever learn from anybody. Yeah. You know, there's no YouTube. Yep. I just kind of started shooting a bow and that's whatever happened was w- w- the way I learned, you know? Yeah. No, same, same exact here. It's crazy. The amount of resources out there now, like you were saying, Joel Turner, like what he's got going on and you've got all these guys that are just great, great teachers. Um, there wasn't any of that when I was growing up, it was like my dad and, you know, throwing a North American whitetail DVD and like, watch how those guys are, (laughs) watch how those guys are shooting. So yeah, it's, it is awesome to see the amount of education out there now just to help guys with that. Cause it's, it's the barrier of entry into archery is like, yeah, you can go buy the product, but then to actually do it, it's, it's hard. It's a tough thing that requires a lot of discipline. And there's like a lot of, there's also a lot of nuance in a lot of the stuff too. That's tough to kind of sift through sometimes. Yeah. So unless well, you have find, that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you got the guy, but you'll find some helpful people out in the world and we, we've certainly found them, but mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll go to your average shop and like, they're not the warmest people in the archery shop always they kind of look at you like you kind of for some reason it's like am i am i bothering you that i'm coming into the store like they're not always like hey come on in and you're new yeah. let me show you yep. you know um and so it can be can be daunting well, yeah. like you said yeah yeah even if they are opening to like get into a whole new sport and just like walk into a shop is like daunting for sure yeah. so yeah it's yeah i always i think i am more humble that way when it comes to actually shooting because i know that i'm not I probably shoot more than a lot of guys just because of the awesome position I find myself in. But I, I treat it like I'm in the worst, I'm the worst shooter in the room Same. every single time I shoot somewhere. Just, I just don't want that extra pressure, <laughs> extra yeah. pressure and extra set of eyeballs watching me. Well, and it's like, I know the moment it's like some Aesop fable that will come true in real life. Cause like the moment I start acting mm-hmm. like I know what I'm doing or I'm good, it's like, I'm going to dry fire the bow. I'm going to do something ridiculously <laughs> stupid at that point, you know, just to, yeah. it's the Lord telling me, Hey, lock it up, you know, <laughs> sit, sit back down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're not who you think you are. No, oh, exactly. Cool. Yeah. So, yep. so you'll, you'll be traveling a little bit. You're not, you're not now you're busy, which like, like you said, I mean, for, for any yeah. business is fantastic. Um, are you, yep. you guys, you know, I know um, you got some 
pretty cool looking sites you guys developing new product or like how does that how does that go what's the uh, cycle look like for for you guys yeah i mean we're always kind of since the beginning of of dialed it's always just been constant progression um that's kind of one of the things that we're trying to drive home is like if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards kind of a thing so there's there's constantly stuff that we're you know either scheming actually working on that sort of thing just to make our whole brand experience better for everybody, whether that's, you know, informative content, um, educational content to like hard good products that we're, that we're producing. There's, there's always something, there's always, there's always something in the works. Yeah, for sure. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, And then the captured creatives, which is how I kind of found you guys at the beginning, the work you're doing with captured creative, like you guys doing shoots for companies or more hunts now, or what what do you have planned and what do you got going on? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of everything. Um, we're we ramped up on all ends there. Uh, I think the last time we talked um, to you guys, it was it was just Taylor and I as, as a part of Captured, and since then we've got um, three more guys that we've added to the team, um, plus some you know kind of freelancers helping us out on top of that. So yeah. it's it's definitely snowballed, um, and it, it's been fun. We've learned a lot, and I'm pretty proud of what we're able to what we're able to put out. So yeah, kind of now is when our kind of fall hunt and content capture schedule will start to come into place. And hopefully by beginning of summer, that's locked in. and We'll know, yeah. know a little bit more about where we're going and what we're going to be able to see. It's like very, and we're doing the same thing. It's like a very exciting time of the year, mm-hmm. you know, but it's also like, I don't know. It stresses me out, man. We've got one. I know we got one lockdown. I probably shouldn't say it, but I'll say it. We're talking about, we got a most likely a, a goat hunt coming uh, and it Sweet. sounds like Joe's doing it, which I'm, can't say that i'm not super jealous uh it's probably headed back to where i got my moose the whole time i was moose hunting across the the creek and like up the mountain we just watched goat after goat after goat billy after billy like and they're right there so i like it's been it's like stuck in my mind so he wants to go he's been talking about grabbing his recurve and doing like a recurve goat hunt so we'll see if that pans out or or what you know go for an earlier season throw on the white suit and and do the whole stock up thing you know um and then hopefully something else we're you know planning some bear hunts in the spring and um i gotta start applying that's what's that's where i'm at right now i never have been a big applier unfortunately Mm -hmm. other than michigan where i'm at where i'll do like elk and bear and all that stuff um yeah i've done like over the counter and it's time oh and everybody that's listening probably knows it's getting harder and harder to get those like over the counter tags and where it's worth yep. hunting and so it's like dang it i gotta go figure out how to apply and we're looking at you know even like um worldwide trophy adventures has like a tags program that they'll help kind nice. of you apply and then if you draw then you pay and it's it's kind of a cool program so we're we're looking through that kind of stuff but it's planning season right now which is uh good you know i guess yeah yeah, no, that's that's just it too. Is the past couple of years, it's been so crazy on a on you know just personal business front that I've hunted exclusively Minnesota and, and North Dakota a couple of the years. But now it's like, yeah, like I'm not that I'm getting too old, but like you're kind of like looking at the the uh, runway that you've got left yeah. to do some of these adventure hunts, and it's like, man, yeah, if I don't start applying now, like that's probably not going to happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. The next couple of years, I definitely want to get more aggressive on just coming up with a, with a plan of what do you want to do and back in from there. You guys do pretty well where you live, though. I mean, I haven't seen, I it's, follow you and you shoot a lot of yeah, good deer there. 
Yeah. Uh, Minnesota is maybe a little bit of a sleeper state that way, um, depending on zone. And it's like any other whitetail state. It's all about access. But yeah, we've our team has done really well the past decade or so of just getting on solid deer and making it happen. So it's it's fun. Yeah, I finally I was on a couple year dry spell, but finally got another decent buck on the ground this year, too. So that was fun. Nice one. Yeah, that was cool. Good pictures. Too. Yeah. It's like you do that for a living or something. You know, I don't know. You know yeah, there's always, if you're hunting and you're part of the capture creative team, there's always strings attached in the fall for sure. <laughs> if something yeah. hits the dirt, you better get the camera out ASAP. So, You guys yeah, do a lot of running around because of that? Like, oh, somebody shot something. Yeah, yeah. There's like Hunter Hunter Rude, one of our photographers in southern Minnesota. It's like all fall. He's He's either in a tree or, you know, somebody that's close to our team lucky enough to shoot one and yeah it's all hands on deck with cameras from there oh i follow him i didn't know he was with you guys he does a good job yeah 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 hunter hunter's got a he's awesome he's got a great eye and just he's a great uh woodsman as well which is another thing that i like he just it's just natural to him it's not it's not natural to me at all i really have to work hard to, to figure stuff out yeah he's he's an awesome awesome guy to have on our team for sure hard to hard to beat a compliment like he's a great woodsman like that i mean for a man that's about as good as it gets yeah that's a, yeah that's the biggest yeah hunter if you're listening it's not going to get any better than that so put that in a plaque yeah. or something <laughs> he's got really big muscles that's a good one you know he's tall great that's hair. pretty cool great hair yeah i yeah. say that about jared all the time uh man i really dumping on jared today sorry man like, he won't listen to this he won't go this far i don't know that he knows how to work a podcast anyways <laughs> Yeah, so that's cool. That's very cool. A lot of lot of stuff going on. Um, a lot of plans right now. You guys got snow by you yet? Finally, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, what is it today? Thursday on Monday we got our first same significant snowfall. So yeah, it was a weird late season. Like usually, you can kind of guarantee the last two three weeks of December before our season shuts down on the thirty first that they're going to be herded up around food and it's you yeah. Know, I had a easy to tag find. I worked harder trying to fill this doe tag at the end of the season than I did trying to fill, trying to shoot a buck earlier in the season. Um, but there's just, there was no snow so they could browse anywhere. They weren't really hurting to find food and they were nocturnal. So yeah, it made for a tough last couple of weeks. No, same here. I mean, we had one dusting like uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. We got a little snow on the ground. And actually that the first is I shot my second, second buck here in michigan that's when i tagged out so like we made the most of that little bit of snow we had and i figured man come yep. you know even late november we usually have quite a bit of snow on the ground and we'll i love to do like uh um like tracking you know like pick yep. up a fresh track find a huge swath of public land and just try to shoot a doe that way especially with a bow it's fun you know yeah. try to slow move and it's a lot of trial and error and just but it's just fun to dick around in the woods for for a full mm-hmm. day, but I didn't even get any of that this year. So no, no, that no was, ice fishing, I, uh, nothing. It's rough. I just hunted in North Dakota last last week. Got a couple hunts in the last um, few days of the season, and there was some snow, but it was the same thing. I I would have loved to walk around a little bit, sneak around, but the snow that they did have was the loudest surface known to man <laughs> we might i was hunting with my dad and we were walking in on the second day and it was, it was just so loud that we got i don't know 100 yards into the woods looked up and 200 yards in front of us deer were just blowing out everywhere it's like, oh. 
Man, yeah. yeah, that's not a great start to what you want to see at the beginning of a hunt. But yeah, it's it's here now. It's it's a week it's late. It's here now. It's gonna, we're snow. getting like a foot this weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I'm I don't think we're it. quite there yet. You guys probably well, what, see a lot of lake effect around there. Yeah, like it'll go yeah. right over the lake shore and kind of dump. And we're just just in the Grand Rapids area, so it usually dumps okay. on somewhere between Jared and I. He's a little bit farther west, so he'll sometimes get some, and I'm farther east, so sometimes yeah. it'll kind of come farther over us which i'm not totally complaining about because i can kind of start thinking about trapping and mm-hmm. having some open water and some fresh snow is kind of sweet yeah. um not that i'm good at trapping by any means but i'm trying to figure it out and i've only like half committed to it at this point i haven't like <laughs> given dove an end you know and like done the yep. whole thing but i've got traps i lost one to some i think the the consensus was it was an otter I caught a beaver, apparently. I, sh- I, I put a trap out, caught a beaver that I found a chunk of when I went back to trap, check my trap. It was just like a chunk of flesh, you know, and it oh, had, man. and the rest of it in my trap was gone. So I think, at first I thought maybe a coyote got it, um, dragged it yeah. out of the water. But talking to Joe, uh, Joe was thinking, he's like, I think probably otters got it, ate it up, and kind of everything just sunk down. So my one beaver that I've ever actually caught was gone. All I want is to make two pillow covers for my main room. <laughs> as weird as that sound, and then I'm, I kind of want to eat one, but pillow covers and yep. eating eating it, it's basically, and once I have those covers, I don't know that I really care that much about trapping again, unless I'm trying to get rid of them <laughs> for a reason, you know? Yep. Um, I don't, does that make me, I think that makes me a trophy hunter. Does that make me a trophy hunter? Tro- trophy uh, trapper trophy trapper i think that's yeah. different that's like a that's, that's isn't like that a what spin-off. trapping is yeah yeah just yeah, yeah you're after yeah you're after the the goods of it <laughs> it's my wife's call she wants them not me i <laughs> actually i like them too but you know whatever no that's cool yep. um so you got plans for next year um things are rolling at dialed and um, captured creative and you and uh taylor are getting along i mean you've been business partners for a while and that's that's an intimate relationship. Yeah. You guys cool still? Yeah. Oh, Anything yeah. you need yeah. to talk I mean... about unload to get off your chest? He's not no, here. His desk, his desk is right there, so I probably shouldn't talk too long. <laughs> um, no, it's honestly like, well, we we, grad, we grew up together. We graduated high school together. We were on the same little, so we've known each other for 30 years at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it is, it's like they say, business is almost like a marriage. And man, it is like just how you communicate you know just you kind of know each other's ins and outs and and it does like it's a huge benefit for us especially on shoots and stuff where there's kind of that unspoken communication of like hey you need to be here you need to do this kind of a thing um launching straight into dialed where we just we know our strengths we've worked with each other for so much that it gets rid of a lot of that um kind of just the learning phase of a business relationship especially yeah we've seen it my brother's on our team and jared so my brother is younger than me so he just listens to whatever i tell him to do actually he (laughs) will listen to this podcast and he knows that's not true and jared and i have the same deal like we went to high school together we met each other in seventh grade so i mean been Mm -hmm. playing sports together and and everything else we were actually and i don't know that i've ever talked about this in the podcast we did a lot of other sports but we decided our junior year to join the tenant is it junior year junior year or sophomore year either no sophomore year we decided to join the, uh, no, junior year. It doesn't even matter. I don't know why I'm putting uh, <laughs> uh, We decided to join the tennis team. And we had never played tennis. And like, we're, I, when I went to high school, like, not a lot of the athletes, you could say, played tennis, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, so we joined and I, I got like a tennis glove, you know, and I had, we had, I had a tennis racket from like Walmart or Walgreens, not Walmart. Like <laughs> nice. I just, it was a disaster. We had, I would wear armbands and headbands and we were just a disaster. But, uh, Jared was actually with another guy. We had split up cause we, it was me. It was really three of us decided to play tennis together. We wanted to be doubles. So me and my buddy got together and Jared got stuck with somebody else. So he always was kind of in the worst situation. And we were, I don't want to, again, I don't want to like, you know, just dump on Jared, but I was first singles or first doubles. And I think he was second or third, which means inferior athlete. Uh, and, that's, you know, what do I say? I mean, that's the takeaway, I think. Yeah, just, that's right. You, I can you, say you dominated. I we crushed him. I would crush him again and again. I had a tennis glove. No one else has a tennis glove because, mm-hmm. you know, they're not really made for tennis. But uh, you find one for racquetball and you use it for tennis, and it becomes a tennis glove. And uh, it's kind of a, it's a shot across the bow at everybody else on the other side of the net too. Oh they man, see you putting that glove on. It's like I go Game real over. slow, and you just you know you snap it on mm-hmm. like it's like holy cow! I've never seen that before. <laughs> Intimidation, you know, especially that's, because that's where it starts. We had them play a song when they'd read out who, you know, first doubles and they'd kind of read it out. I convinced, we played, had a song play for just me and my partner. And yeah, it was a new hotness was if anybody has ever heard like early 2000s rap, we were the new hotness. Uh, And uh, I'm looking it up right now. Hotness, what is the name of the song? Song. It was some deep. I downloaded it illegally off of kazaa or whatever it was back then i don't even remember what the anyways not yeah, so we were limewire that's what it was not kazaa well i think i had both actually i forgot what came first yeah. but either way it had a weird title in all caps or something like that and oh yeah at some point you in the middle your, of the song you killed, it, you killed the family's computer but it was worth it to get that oh, song several times we had to just just <laughs> totally start from scratch with the computer totally did yep. Oh. Yep. Anybody that's in their <laughs> mid thirties or around that vintage uh, knows what we're talking about. It was it was yeah. a, a simpler time. Yeah. Rest in peace, Dell. Rest in yeah. peace, Dell. <laughs> that's <Deltops>. right. Sacrificed <laughs> you for uh, for a song and uh, a few viruses. So well, that's cool. Um, so you, yeah, like you said, you've got plans. You got things rolling with you and and Taylor. Um, stuff like that. It looks like you're yep. going well. It looks looks like you got what are those climbing sticks behind you? My yeah, like those a... are, uh, that's actually, I came back here from my last, uh, hunt in North Dakota and just dropped all my stuff off in the office. So it's been yeah. sitting right there since last Thursday. So Dude, yeah, those I'm, are, uh, I'm with you. I got kit. my pile of hunting clothes just on the ground and my bow is sitting right here. And here's my, uh, 360 cam that I just, I literally just set it down and then yep. close the door and no one seems to care. Well, you have an office, yeah. right? This is like an external office versus yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, this is, uh, kind of dialed HQ and then all the marketing and captured stuff is in this corner. We're actually, uh, we're prepping for a move next week here to a bigger facility. So all this is getting packed up and moved down the road five miles. Are you, when you're manufacturing, I mean, you know, having kind (laughs) of done some, some stuff in this area, like manufacturing is like a, a thing. Like, was it hard mm-hmm. to, I mean, you, you're not in the hard goods, you don't have a history in it. Like, was it hard to find, figure that out? No. Yeah. So our engineers, um, TJ Eads, um, is our design engineer. And then, um, Kyle, um, 
why am I blanking on Kyle's last name? I should know this. Um, sorry, Kyle. Kyle Davidson. period. Kyle, okay, Kyle Davidson. Um, he's, he's also the, uh, the guy behind DCA custom arrows, um, super okay. saber veins, all that stuff. Um, those guys brought a wealth of knowledge to the table, uh, when it came to, you know, getting parts made and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it was, that's, that's more on Taylor and, and Scott were kind of the, the masterminds behind getting all that figured out. But man, where it's, it's a lot, especially if you want to do it in the States. Um, you just, there's a lot of vetting. There's a lot of, you know, just stuff that you have to make sure, like, do they have the right machines? Um, you know, is it really made in the U S or are they getting their stuff from, you know, overseas and saying that it's from the States. So yeah, it was, it, we're pretty proud to say that we were getting it completely done. Um, every, every manufacturing, uh, manufactured piece off of a dialed site is from the States and yeah. yeah, definitely not easy, but, um, we think it's, it's worth it and something we're really proud of. Yeah, it's cool. And I like that you guys do like the batch releases. It's like, like mm-hmm. the Montana knife does that same kind of deal. Where yeah. It's like, it, it's exciting always. Like, what are they going to, what are they coming out with? What cool things, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's, and that's kind of like on the creative aspect of things. It's like, yeah, like does what your site looks, look like really affect how you shoot and it's like theoretically no but if you're proud to have it on your bow if you're excited about it you're probably going to shoot more you're going to get better because of that so yeah the small batch the small batch drops are fun that way where we can kind of just hey man what are some ideas and let's make this thing look super cool and it's been people have loved it it's gotten really good reception from from the crowd which is which is cool yeah, yeah, it's totally. I mean, well, and I had a, I, I've got a, a cousin who was in the Marines and was uh, fought in, in the Middle East, and he would come back and we, we'd go hunting, and he'd talk about putting on face paint. Uh, I mean, it covers your face, but he's also like, when you put face paint on, it puts your mind and you have a different mindset because yeah. you're looking cool and you're looking like you're ready to to go, you know, deal some death or whatever he would want to say, you know, <laughs> whatever funny sure. thing he said. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's, yeah, like we, we have a lot of, you know, we've got like legitimate patents and, and protection around aspects of the site that I think are design wise are better than what else is out there. But like, look is something that we knew was going to be important too, which is why our site, a lot of the aspects and colors and small batch drops looks the way they do. Cause I think it's all, yeah. it's all connected function and art, I think can be, can be one thing. And that's something that I think has kind of gotten lost in the hunting industry as a whole. Um, you know, it's kind of the saying, especially on the marketing front, that the hunting industry is constantly just a decade behind mainstream. Just, Dude. you know, just takes forever for everybody <laughs> to catch up. And by the time they catch up, mainstream's already 10 years ahead. So we're trying to get out ahead of that curve. And how can we better serve our, you know, our customers, the people who trust us for a whole experience, not just a, hey, here's a product, we'll see you later. So that's something yeah. we're really trying to, trying to integrate and try to put the, the uh the hammer down on just a little bit more that way we've noticed that we've noticed a lot of a lot of companies that we've worked with talked with whatever um Mm -hmm. there's aspects of it i will say in a diplomatic way that are a little bit further behind than what i expected them Mm -hmm. you know where i expected them to be and conversations almost had to start farther back than i had initially planned um with some of the people and you know things we've done in the past so it's, it's interesting to just observe yeah for sure yeah it's it makes the the brands who are putting in extra effort for their crowd stand out that much they pop you can 100 you can tell and i don't mean any ill will but like you can tell the brands who just don't care or don't think it matters so easily i mean you can 
surf through social media, you can tell the brands, you can even, sometimes you can even walk through a store and look at products of companies who just, it just doesn't, like there's just either, there's not a lot of know-how or there's not a lot of effort being put forth. And yeah, that's something that we felt passionate about. Like, hey, I want to build this as an experience that people are going to be excited to be in our corner, excited to, you know, rep the product. And if they're going to spend their hard-earned money on on a product that we're putting out, I want them to feel super excited that they that they can do that and you know that we can support them more than just hey here's a product we'll see you later kind of a deal so bare minimum well and it's like man you spend what now with bows is like two grand i'm looking at you know my mm-hmm. got a carbon bow and you got some carbons and you know hoy and uh, matthew's behind like it's like almost a two thousand dollar bow sell said and done like yep. it really is and it's like you want it to look cool i mean you spend a ton of money on it and they're like it's every yep. like if yeah our bow guys like you care about how your bow looks you just do it's just like a car guy would it's just just how it goes so like to yep. have lame looking stuff or stuff that's bare minimum like just a little bit extra effort goes a long way yeah yeah i mean it's so much has changed in the last 10 to 15 years just with social media and just with the speed of like information the speed of content getting out there that there's not really in my opinion, there's not really an excuse of as to why a brand wouldn't push, you know, like there's to rest on your laurels and and just kind of hang your hat on what's been done in the past. Isn't going to grow your brand. Uh, And that's, you know, that's something that we're really pushing for. Just you will die constantly. If you do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not moving forward, somebody's going to take your place. Yep. It's free market, baby. That's how it works. mm -hmm. Good old capitalism. Gotta love it. And you know it firsthand because you're you're always fighting against that, you know, having your own business oh, yeah. like that. It's that mindset. Yeah, there's we always kind of joke around here like, man, do any of you guys have like a rich uncle that you like <laughs> could tap into for this stuff? It's like, no, I think I think I think it shows like the guys who are hungry, it it you just you cream rises to the top that much more. You figure it out, you you have a mm-hmm. well just like you're pushed to. It's again, it is well, the beautiful thing of capitalism. And I'm you know, I just want to throw it out there. The Fair Chase is a pro capitalism uh podcast. Uh I don't know if we've ever officially taken a stance, but um, you know, just consider this. We are pro capitalism and free trade, free market, we're all for it. So just uh now that everybody knows, you know. <laughs> same, good. same on same on this end. Same on this end. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh man. Well, hey, um, I know you got stuff to do, um, so I'll let you go here. But uh, for folks that want to check out the work you're doing at Captured and Dialed, and you personally, uh, how can how can people file, file, uh, follow along and, and you know just see what you're up to? Yeah, yeah. Um, my Instagram is just Jordan S. Riley. Uh, that's kind of the only platform I'm on. Uh, you can find us at Captured Creative for kind of our more production work, and then um, Dialed Archery, DialedArchery.com has what we're doing on that end of the house. So. Cool. Make sure you make sure you follow that one, especially. There's some cool stuff coming down the pipe this year that that'll be pretty fun to pretty fun to see. Excellent. Well, Jordan, I appreciate your time. Uh, good to connect, to reconnect, and uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys are up to. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe. You know, it really helps us out. Keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five-star Either way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd Helps everyone cool. out. We'll see you out there.